Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Hello, Jorianne. Thank you for calling your psychic connection. Uh, Jorianne's guest tonight is going to be Robin Salerno. Uh, Jorianne will be on the call shortly. Um, meanwhile, we do have some callers um, waiting in queue already to ask questions. Um, I hope everyone's had a great week uh, this week. And... Um, all of your spiritual requests have been granted. Um, she's running a little late. We'll be with you in one second. I'm going to go ahead and play a little song here while we're waiting for her. And um, once she's available to get back online, we'll, we'll start the show. Thanks for your patience. You know, Charlie, I'm not much with words. <laughs> I'm not much with an athlete. I've been thinking a lot about our time together. Oh, really? I'm not a poet. How well I know it. I've never been a raver. But when I look at you, I rave a bit. It's true. You're the cream in my coffee. You're the salt in my stew. You will always be my necessity. I'd be lost without you. You're the starch in my collar. You're the lace in my shoe. You will always be my necessity. I'd be lost without you. Most men tell love tales, and each phrase dovetails. You've heard each known way. 
This way is my own way. You're the sail on my love boat. You're the captain and crew. You will always be my necessity. I'd be lost without you. You give life savor, bring out its flavor. And this is clear, dear. You're my worst cashier, dear. You're the sail on my love boat. You're the captain and crew. You will always be my necessity. I'd be lost without you. able to hear us out there. Uh, We seem to be having some technical difficulties. Um, We're going to try to connect here again. Uh, So please hang in there. Uh, Jory Ann is online. Uh, Again, we're just having a problem. I don't know if you can hear her. I can't hear her. Um, We're we're, we're testing uh, the audio out. So please hang in there. Thanks. It's time for the percolator. 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 See, I can't either. There we go. Julia, can you hear me? All right. So I think we probably have it back on, you guys. All right. So I am going to see if Robin can come on the show. Let me see if she can come on the show here. Robin, can you hear me? I can hear you. Now we have this all fixed. So, so Julia, now all this time, you guys, hopefully I've been talking for quite a while and we've been trying to get this fixed here. Um, so, Julia, if you can call back in, that would be great. Um, so, Robin, what I was starting to tell people is tonight we were having you on the show. Uh, so I want to say thank you to all of our listeners for your patience. We should have things set back up here um, where you can hear us all, because you can hear me, Robin, right? Yes, I can. All right, perfect. So tonight's show, I'm going to start all over. So I'm not sure what people heard, what they didn't hear. Welcome, everybody. This is your psychic connection. Hi, this is Ann, the coffee psychic. <laughs> and we're starting all over tonight, so there you have it. This is a live call-in show. Uh, if you guys have any questions, any stories about your animals or pets, any questions you want to ask Robin tonight, please give us a call at 347-633-9404. Again, that's 347-633-9404. So I think Julia will be back on in just a second here. Um, anyway, I'm back. I, I'm we back. Had, can you hear me? Yay! Yay! Yes, we can. <laughs> I was thinking Mercury, Mercury must be in retrograde, but I don't think it is. But anyway, 
So, Julia, do you remember last week's show when we had Angela on? Yes, yes, yes. Very, very And all the wonderful. Yes. Well, I wanted to share, there was something that I didn't share last week, and I want to finish sharing that this week, and it's about my own animals. Um, when I do readings for people and they're asking me about their animals, you know, like animals that have disappeared, and, and if, if you remember last week we had a, a woman that called in, whose friend's animal had been missing for a couple of months, and I felt that the animal had passed away. Do you remember? The little Yorkie, yes. Yes. Okay, well, I had I have many cats. I had dogs. I've had all these wonderful pets in the past. But when my kids were younger, I had three cats. One was Snowball, one was Foxy. These were male short hairs. And, um, <laughs> and then, of course, we had one, a beautiful little... Uh, Two female cats, one was Egypt and one was uh, Misha. Well, Misha didn't stay with us long, uh, but the rest of the cats I had for quite a while. And I used to let them outside because my cats were outside. I figured these are beautiful little animals. They love being outside, inside, whatever. And they'd always come home. Well, one day Foxy did not come home. And days turned into weeks, weeks turned into months. And it was about a year. And, and you know, my kids kept saying, Mom, do you think Foxy is dead or alive? And I said, I think he's alive. He feels alive to me. And then my daughter had a vision of Foxy coming home, and I had a vision for an entire week. I could literally see my cat walking back into the house. So we were very perplexed. We were both having visions at the same time. And I said, I said I'm sure Foxy's alive and he's coming home because that's what I keep seeing. So within a week of the visions, my daughter's girlfriend, they were going to school at the time, they were in grammar school, were walking to school and directly, you know when you go to the corner and then you make a left-hand turn and it's two houses away, like a half a block away from your house, this little neighbor girl said to my daughter, Melanie, hey, Melanie, isn't that your cat Foxy in that lady's basement window? (gasps) Oh... Do you know that one okay. of my neighbors, unbeknownst to her, had felt that she needed to take my cat in and take care of it, and she locked this cat in her basement with her German Shepherd dog? Oh, my God. Yeah, so my, my cat was locked up for a year in this woman's basement, and so close and yet so far away. You have no idea what happens to your animals. And I kept feeling that my cat was completely alive. I could, I could feel my cat. I could, you know, and finally we were seeing him coming home, which I went up to this lady's house and said, ma'am, that's my cat. She goes, I'm sorry. And I, <laughs> well, I've got to fight for my cat's life. <laughs> and I said, that's my cat. And I said, I want it back. I said, I'm sorry. You felt the need to take my cat in, but it's an, it's an outdoor cat. And she goes, you're going to have to give me proof. So, of course, I ran home, got several pictures of my cat, and she said, okay, fine, here. Now, the bad thing was my cat had been somewhat altered mentally, emotionally from uh, this dog, you know, being trapped with a dog for a year in the basement. I have no idea what that dog did to my cat, but uh, he was a little changed, but that's okay. We we got him home, and he was definitely better for the wear and tear. So I never wanted to go out um, again. I that you know what I have cats now, and uh, my one cat did get sick from being outside. I don't let my pets outside anymore, and uh, and that's just how I feel about it. I don't want my cats getting sick. I don't want any of that stuff that they can get from outside. And would I like them to be outside? Yes. Do I declaw, declaw cats? Positively not. I, I feel that they need their, you know, ability to defend themselves if they ever did get outside. And um, correct. So I'm just one of those people, you know. So if they do get outside, okay, be careful, but you, at least you can take care of yourself. And um, so that's what happens. So many times you can feel if the cat's, you know, still here with us on Earth or if the animal has left. Now, I would like to welcome Robin in. Yes, hello. Hey, Julia, can you hear me? Okay, great. I can. Robin, so welcome. Yeah, welcome to the Thank show. You. Thank you very and, much for um, having me on. Oh my God! You are so welcome. I gotta tell you, I think I'm losing contact, Julia here. So I'll be right back on because it looks like it looks like my computer is doing something. Okay. Okay, because we can still hear you. Oh, okay. All right. Good. Well, you can hear me. That's right. Okay, it's just my computer going down. 
It's one of those things tonight. I'm going like, oh, my God, and I'm so used to being on Skype that, you know, on my other radio show when I was on that past radio show. Anyway, so let's, let's just go on here. So anyway, Robin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. You are, you are so welcome. And, you know, I got to meet you through um, Angela from last mm-hmm. week, and Angela's just been a wonderful woman. Uh, I've been really uh, grateful to know her. She's, she's just a – everyone knows it. They heard her last, they heard her last week, yeah. how wonderful she is, how great she is with the animals, a real animal humanitarian. Um, is there a word animal Tyrion? Because that would be Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyway, so you know An- A- Angela as well, and you do work with animals. So, you know, it's my story of sharing with you about um, being able to feel, you know, the animals dead and alive. Do you have that same experience? Now, I know that you're an animal medium, so you talk with the dead animals. But do you also locate them when they're lost, or how do you how do you do your work, first, Robin? Um, well, there are so many people out there. What we're finding out as everything is evolving this year and last year, and actually for probably for the past six years, is more and more um, individuals are stepping up and being able to communicate with animals. It's as if as the magnetics of the planet have slowed down and weakened. The invisible mm-hmm. is becoming visible, as they say, and many more people can Amen. feel the frequencies of of animals. So um, mm-hmm. it's my um, it's my mission, it's my commitment to the animals to pass on the um, new information. It's not actually brand new; it's old stuff, but it's coming back around again. Uh, how we're interrelated and interconnected uh, through the heart. And um, and so my work is basically teaching people how to feel the animals. I teach animal communication so that people can not only communicate with their pets, but from an expanded point of view, they can begin to understand how they fit in their environment. And so, yeah. um, so I don't really spend so much time dealing with uh, lost pets, but I do talk mm-hmm, to people mm-hmm. about why they have pets. The fact that their pets mm-hmm. chose them, it is my belief, and that Beautiful. there is a reason why animals take on um, illnesses, um, become part of the family, why sometimes they leave, um, and what happens when they pass over. Uh, I don't know how many people yeah. have asked me, is my pet still with me? Where did my pet go mm-hmm. after they died? And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because they're ooh, usually ooh, little ooh, animals. Ooh, I'm raising my hand. Hey, hang on a what? second, Robin. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> So I want to I want to share something with you. I have to share this. This is just unbelievably cool. So it goes back to the question that you said: Where do our animals go when they die? And I want to tell you about the Monroe Institute work that I have done in the past. You know, they say, do animal spirits have souls, and do they go to heaven? And I'm going to share my perception with you, and then of course I want you to share yours with us. But when I had, and I always believed that animal spirits do go to the place they're supposed to go. That's the place I call heaven, and I believe we, we share a lot of different spiritual energies all together. It's not just a human soul, okay? But I don't know if you've heard of the Monroe Institute, but it's out in Faber, Virginia, and they teach many classes like astral projection and you know soul rescue work and things like that. Uh-huh. And I personally had gone to a shift in a different, um, how can I say, different level of consciousness. And when I'd gone into the heavenly realms, and I, I believe I've shared this story with our listeners before, but it's such a fun story. I had gone up into the heavenly planes, uh, astrally, astral traveling, and suddenly I had this German shepherd walk up to me. And I'm sitting here in this different location spiritually going like, I've never had a I've never had a German shepherd. Why is the shepherd coming up to me? And suddenly a voice from beyond said, "Yes, you have, Jorianne. Remember when you were married to Freddie, my first husband?" And mm. all of a sudden I was going like, oh, I recognized him. I'm like, "Oh my God, Rex, Rexy boy, come here by mommy." And he just came and he jumped on me. Okay, and then one at a time, all of the animals that I'd had that I did not. I did not remember. I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly going, 
I didn't have I didn't I didn't have any Siamese cats. And I heard behind me, yes, you did, Jory. <laughs> Remember, blank, blank, blank. I'm like, oh my God. So in that space, I just want to let people know that positively, these these animals have souls. They do go to a waiting place, to a different area on the other side and the higher spiritual realms, just like we do. So that was something that was given to me that I got to experience. So I know through my own experiences there is no doubt in my mind that our animals have souls, our pets have souls, and they do wait for us. So I just wanted to share that with you. Well, first of all, congratulations. What a wonderful gift to experience on a heart level that every time you think of it, you go right back to that moment, and that's really what that was all about, which is totally. it's, it's an amazing thing that everybody could experience something like that within their lifetime would be just such a blessing for the whole planet. It would be. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. I would have to say to you, um, well, your your concept of heaven and my concept of heaven might be slightly different, but in actuality, I absolutely agree with you. Um, not only do pets, I used to believe, I used to believe years ago, that when animals passed over, they stayed animals. And the reptiles mm-hmm. stayed reptiles, and the insects stayed insects, and humans would stay humans, and that uh, we would all reincarnate and so on. And I have mm-hmm. of late, according to their um, patient schooling, they have informed me <laughs> that many times our pets will reincarnate, but many times those pets, because they're souls first, they often reincarnate in other species, including humans. Not all of them, but they will cross okay. the species depending on that soul's mission. So now, don't you um, call that transmigration? Don't you call that Correct. transmigration? Correct. Good. Very but it good. doesn't okay, happen thanks. with every every animal. Like not all dogs were meant to be humans or angels or dragonflies. Some dogs are just dogs. Just like some people are but just can you, people. But Robin, I want to stop you though. I want our listeners to really understand what's going on here. Can you tell the definition to our listeners of what transmigration is? Because some people might not know. Um, it's well, it's the idea that people People are an eternal soul. They are a soul first, and they take form depending on what that soul's lesson is for that lifetime. Now, we can get into quantum mm-hmm. physics, which actually says there is no uh, past life. There is no future life. It's all happening now. Right. But then, then that right. gets really, really con- in- involved. So for the sake <laughs> of making things simple... <laughs> We, right. our, soul expresses, our soul expresses in many different forms because our soul is eternal. And so mm-hmm. in many cases, over the entire um, experience of soul, coming back and experiencing itself and what love and God is, it will take different forms. It will transmigrate from species of being a human to experiencing what a soul lives like as a cat. For a year, for example, to be able to mm-hmm. bring back to the group mind what that what was that was like so um that's my definition of transmigration that we that we're so much more than just this one lifetime and just this one um conglomeration of, of experience and and Great. for us to to hear on the heart level the connections we have just with the animals that live with us the amazing wisdom that crosses all over that what they call the veil is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't stop, mm-hmm. even though those animals, like you said, lose their physical form. So even after yeah. all those years, they still came to you. Shows you the well, power of love. Well, I have to ask love. you now. I know. I mean, isn't that beautiful? And they—they are—we're all—we are all connected. We are all connected. Now, I want to ask you uh, because this is something that you're so passionate about, and this is not just what you're passionate about. This is who you are. So I, I'd like to know, how did you get involved? Why, why animals and why, why animal communication or why mediumship? How did you get involved? What happened? Well, um, first of all, um, I was born to non-horse parents. In other words, the first word I ever said when I was an infant was mama and then da-da uh-huh. and then horse. 
course of the third word I ever said. So they had no clue where I was coming from. So obviously that was information I was bringing in from another plane. But um, right. I was also born into, in my mother's family, um, I'm the sixth generation, me and her family. So we were, I was born into this work, and I have been a medium since I was seven years old. But on different levels, as we learn, I mean, obviously, a child needs to grow and just be a kid. But that mm-hmm. extended awareness, I was the odd child out. Everybody was, at, you know, little kids, little girls playing with Barbies and doing makeup, and, and I was in the woods. And I, I was playing at, by myself, and at 11 years old, my parents finally relented and bought me a pony. And the rest of history wow. since then, yeah, it's, it's just been an ongoing, I did, step away from the animal world when I was in college because I went on to study opera. I'm an opera singer and a music teacher. But but that's mm-hmm. part of that's a part of, of, of resonance and part of um being a medium is to step in something else yourself and expand. Mm-hmm. So so I, ever since then and then um my my dear loving husband who is on the other side now uh, bought me a farm in Philadelphia and then moved us to Wisconsin because of his job and brought two horses with us. And they just oh me ever since. So it's just that. It's Beautiful. a huge story, but it's <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. You know, I want, and I know that you know that we have callers that are calling in tonight. And uh-huh. I'd like to um, check in with a, a caller or two here to see uh, what they have to say, if they've got any animal questions for you or anything like that. And then we're going to jump back on and uh, get more information from you, okay? Okay, that'd be great. Uh, thank you. So, Julia, who do we have yes. uh, waiting online for us? We have Mary first from Florida who is looking for a reading. I'll bring okay. her online. All right, thank you. Mary. Yes, I'm here. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Julia. Yes, you are so. Hey. So, so oh, Mary, you're. Um, so, did you have any questions um, for for Robin around uh, any of your animals or pets? Um, well, uh, could I could I ask uh, one question about the animal and one about myself? You can. Sure, so we can have yeah. Robin answer. We can have Robin answer free animal, and I'll and I'll uh, answer your question. Okay. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, h- hello, Robin. Uh, Hi, Mary. We saw a story from another animal lover, uh, like myself. Um, I have uh, a a cat that is sort of indoors, outdoors, and he stays pretty much on the patio. He came to me, and he was a kitten. I don't know where he came from. But he stayed here for the last couple years, and I have um, an indoor cat who's elderly. I'm trying to um, socialize them together, but the one cat seems to to like to spend half his time in and out. And I'm uh, planning a move, and I'm wondering if um, I don't know what kind of a patio setup or whatever I'll have. I'm wondering how that's going to go when I move I want to take him with me, and um, I'm just wondering, like, maybe where he came from and if he'll adjust to any change. Okay, as I'm tuning in, the first thing I'm I'm aware of is that the cat that lives with you, the elderly one inside the house, is actually not going to object if you wish to bring this other one in because it was an agreement that as the older one passes away, the other one will take up the torch, so to speak, will continue the work of taking care of you. So um, the young one came along a while ago because of what you were calling. And I also felt that it might have been at a time when you were suffering a loss in the human world within your own heart. And so this little wanderer came along and is attempting to show you by living both inside and outside or, or, or spending a lot of time in the patio that it is really time that you unfold yourself and allow yourself to start um, interacting with the outside world again. Uh, so I think I think you're going to be able to take this cat with you. I want you to be aware of the um, 
just briefly to be aware of how that outside cat settles down for the evening. And I think if you can begin to be a little bit more aware of when the cat wants to be out and when the cat wants to be in, you're going to eventually figure out a, um, a cycle and you'll be able to bring the cat in and allow the cat by, by actually speaking to the cat. More time and more time and more time, a half an hour at a time, to keep the cat inside at night. And I think once you can accomplish that, the cat will be ready to go with you wherever you want to go. Right. That's what I've been working on. I'm keeping him in a little longer each time, yep. but he's very vocal, and when he yep. wants to go out, he just carries on. <laughs> Sometimes he's only out for a very short time, and then he's meowing to come back in. Mm -hmm. And by that time, I'm usually in bed. <laughs> and I'll say, well, you're going to have to stay out now. I do have him pretty comfortable in a box with towels he likes to sleep in. But um, I would prefer to have my cats indoors if I can because I worry about them too much when they're outside. Oh, sure. So I'm hoping absolutely. he would you think he will. I, I do, absolutely do. And the, the more that your elderly cat um, communes with him and spends time with him, you're going to see that the elderly cat kind of settle down and allow the territory to be passed over to the other cat. Uh -huh. And I think... I think you're, you're working your way to work that out. But also, please, would you make sure the information that I'm getting from both cats is that it's time you help yourself. Reacquaint yourself with, with not just your own world, but getting involved with people outside of you. you right, I understand. I'm trying to make more time for, for, for more social young. Yes, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. That's very good. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. So, what what other questions do you have? Specific question uh, do you have, Mary? For uh, Julia, I, I don't know. I guess Julia answers the other questions. Um, I'm trying. I've been trying to sell my home since October, and I've run into uh, one roadblock after another. Uh, as far as uh, just things coming up, uh, one particular legal issue, I'm waiting for resolution and um, the financial end of it, and I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to see this uh, through to a finish and um, accomplish a, a move and profit. Okay. All right, you bet. Well, first off, um, I'm Jory Ann, and I'll be answering that question for you, okay? But, uh, Julia, you know, you're getting pretty psychic, so you really could jump in here and give an impression also. What do you think? Uh, I'm Oh, yeah, no, I'm totally, you know, I have to defer to Jory Ann. I have no psychic connection. <laughs> Other than knowing hey, Jory Ann. <laughs> i got to tell you guys, wait a minute, Julia's pretty damn psychic. I just want to let you know. So <laughs> you're copping out, girlfriend. We really need you to practice here. But I will, but I will go ahead and I'll let you know, Mary. As soon as, you know, as soon as you said you're trying to sell your home, what I heard from the spirit world is it's not time yet, honey. And um, now, when I poured the coffee for you, which I always pour a cup of coffee for each question, your coffee was going backwards. However, you do have a lot of bubbles in here, and the bubbles do mean good luck, good fortune, and wishes coming true. So um, it seems like you're having these legal problems, which really seem to be very hefty to me. I mean, it seems like you're getting blocked uh, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a pretty darn big way. So this is something that you're really going to have to resolve. And, I, and I've got to tell you, you might have to walk away from the situation somehow. What do you mean? Is there something that is such a heavy roadblock for you that's looking like things are kind of caving in on this situation at all yet? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. Got, I've got equity in my home, so I'm trying to make some type of a, you know, a profit on it so I'm able to go forward and have something for my future. Right, right, I understand. Well, it kind of seems like unless you kind of get in here and get some really fast footwork going on, some fancy footwork, and with some help of other people, which I believe you need a lawyer here, uh, you're well, still going to come into some difficulty. Um, I, had, I couldn't afford to, um, to pay for a lawyer, so I did get some free legal help from uh, okay. a county source. And unfortunately, they kind of dropped the ball, and they they threw. In other words, they threw it back to me and said, "You um, you do the paperwork yourself on the day of the deadline." Oh. And I ended up having mm -hmm. to um, to write it all up myself. So it was a waste of time, and um, 
I, I felt that I did it in the best of my knowledge and put down all the specifics that needed to be done. Uh, the other two just made a lot of verbal noise and um, just carried on something awful. And so I said, well, I could do that just as well. And I took it over and I submitted it the day of the deadline. I'm waiting for an answer now. Well, the one thing I want to, well, I see we're having uh, some uh, difficulties, and this is what I'm going to tell you. And <clears throat> I want to let you know that if you can get a continuance, if they'd allow that, or and also there are some legal services out there where people will help you for free, and they also have, I believe, well, some law schools where some of the students have to practice. So I would really like you to encourage, I'd like to encourage you to really start investigating that kind of help here. Yeah, I did. I did actually go to um, a help for uh, senior citizens, a legal, a legal place that helps senior citizens with law problems, and it's okay. free. And and that's where it got really crazy. And they dropped the ball okay. at the last day and didn't didn't um, resolve it. So I had okay. To, I so I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna re, but I want to repeat myself to you so you're very clear with what I'm saying to you. I believe there's a service out there in which you can reach out to and they will help you. So I'm not I've sure what it is. Yeah, I tried to. No, ma'am, but you're not here. No, Mary, you're not hearing me. What I'm saying to you is that I believe there's somebody out there that can still help you beyond what you've already tried. Okay? Now, again, where it's at, I am not sure, but I believe somebody's still out there that can help you. Now, that much I can tell you. And you're going to have to start going through the paperwork or through the, I'm not sure, social service. Um, oh, yeah, that's where I started. To see what it is. Social, I understand social. that. I understand that. But what I'm saying is there's something still not, some source is not yet tapped into. Uh, well, I, 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 had I, to, I had to submit it to the courts. So I, I had a time frame that I had to submit this okay. to the court. And okay. it's up to them to respond now. In other words, okay. I complied. I complied with what they requested. Okay. All right. So if something doesn't go in a good direction here, is what I'm saying, then you can. I don't know if you can still ask for a continuance or not, but I think there's somebody else that can still help you. So that's that's what I can add for you. Okay. What is and what does the continuance mean? That means that they'll not give you a, a definite um, answer on a specific day. They might give you more time to find different help. Right, that's kind of what I'm I'm hoping for. Do you do you feel that I'll be able to um, make a sale at any point? I've had I've had a number of showings, and I'm wondering if any of them are going to come through. Okay, right now the coffee is very still, which tells me things are stagnating around you, mm-hmm. and it feels like you need to pull in some extra help. So you know, so this is what I'll say to you: if you guys have a pencil and paper. These are mm-hmm. some of the things that you can do. You want to okay. take, this is called candle magic. You want to take a red tapered candle. You're going to cut off the bottom of the red tapered candle by about an inch. You're going to take olive oil and rub the olive oil from the center of the candle outward to each end. And then you're going to pray on this candle, and you're going to ask God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting in your way of selling your house, Mary. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and for other listeners, you can say, please remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way of, and then you just fill in the blank. Then you have to burn this candle upside down, which means the small end is now in your candle holder. So make sure that you have liquid candle wax in the small end so you can turn it upside down and have it stand up without it tipping. And then you light that candle. And that candle is going to go ahead and help you Remove the negative energy that's getting in your way of selling that house. So I want to say thank you. Thank you so much, Mary, for calling in. And please give us a call to let us know um, what happens. All right. So we have now, Julia, who else do we have online there? We have next, uh, actually, first time caller, Vicki. I want to bring her online. Okay. Thank you. System cooperates. Vicki? Here we go. Hello? Hi. Vicki? Yes? 
Hello. Vicky's Vicky's new Vicky, to the show, Jory Ann. I'm here. Hey Vicky. Welcome to the show. Hi. Nice nice to hear you. Thank I, this you, is thank yes, you. this is my first time calling. Um actually I was referred <laughs> by a friend just this morning. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you very very well. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I was listening to a lot about the pets, and I do love pets, and I have five of my own. Um, but it, this, my question wasn't around pets, um, but it was okay. really interesting to listen listen to that because I've of, often thought of my very first, my own cat, my very first cat, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's funny because I often thought to myself that she probably is in the form of one of my friends now. <laughs> wow. so I do I do believe that they do come back the souls do come back in one form or another and bless your life you know yeah but um yeah. the question is more for me um okay so I I I guess well I guess I don't I'm <laughs> I'm all tongue tied <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm trying this is my first time That's ever doing okay. anything like this um I, uh, about 13, almost 14 years ago, my godmother succumbed to cancer. Um, uh, we were very close. She was my other mother, and um, I called okay. her mom. And uh, mm-hmm. around the holidays, holidays were very big with her, and a lot of her tradi- traditions I've carried on and stuff. And she's, she's, been, she's a wonderful mother, a wonderful grandmother, just, you know, an amazing woman. And I've always been so inspired by her, even in her passing. And I find myself around the holidays, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional, around the holidays every year, just for some reason, I'll just step outside and, you know, as people are putting up decorations and we're starting to see the holidays coming, I find myself every year, I go through these emotions and and I just say out loud, almost like I expect to hear something or something to to happen, you know, um, I miss you so much, Mom, and I, you know, I hope you're proud of me, you know, and um, I never realized you know, and then a year ago, November, her husband, my godfather, who I called dad, passed away. And not five months later, my god sister passed away. So I'm like missing this whole section of family. And I just, I always wanted to make her proud. And I always wanted her, she was such a wonderful mother to me, even though I was not her own. And my mom is best was, mm-hmm. was best friends with her. My mom still lives. She lives with me, my real mom, mm-hmm. my natural mom. They were best friends. When I was born, they became best friends. I was like the conduit. And um, we both miss her very much. But I just find myself saying outside, Mom, I just, you know, I, I miss you so much, Mom, and... Um, you know, I find myself, every time I say it, I, I well up, and, you know, I just hope you're proud of me, and I just wish I knew, you know. Um, well, Vicki, let me I tell you this. I guess that's what I'm looking she for. Had, she had beautiful hair, didn't she? Um, uh, she, <laughs> she, she actually had black hair, and she dyed uh-huh. it white blonde. So I didn't even know yeah, she thought, had black thought, hair until she got towards the end of her life. I honestly I didn't know. She was 100% hair. Norwegian. I, I huh? saw beautiful blonde hair on a woman standing around you, and what I heard was, and not just heard, she's your godmother, but I feel right. like she's now your fairy godmother. Wow. That she completely watches over you. She really, I mean, she's got places to go, people to see, things to do on the other side, of course, as many of us do when we're on the other side, but... She's very committed to you, honey. And she's completely proud of you. And she's showing me your house. And she's so excited for you around your house. And I'm not quite sure if that makes sense for you right now, but she just loves your house. And she loves that you're so, like, in touch with nature and all that other stuff. So I hope that makes sense for you. A little bit, yeah. I, I was always thinking that I wanted to be... She was such a great mom, and I got all my inspiration for parenting from her. And I have um, twin boys, and um, she passed away when they were about a year and a half, so she didn't really know them. She, they had moved away, and we didn't see them around the holidays much anymore. And um, then she passed away rather suddenly, and um, uh, I always wondered, was she proud of me? You know, was I as good a mom? I mean, maybe not as good as mom, a good mom as she was, but was she proud of me as a mom, you know? 
Okay, well, she's very proud of you. And you have to remember, everyone's different in their skills and, and how, how they parent and love each other. And, and the real question or the real, you know, the real issue is loving each other. So you don't have to be perfect like you, your perception of her. But you just have to be the perfect you, Mom. Now, I'm going to tell you one more thing because I'm realizing time is really slipping by here. But uh, she's showing me something about a sidewalk. Now, I don't know if the sidewalk makes sense, sense to you right now. I don't know if this is something where people put their handprints in or footprints in or sign something. But she's showing me that. So does uh, that make any sense for you? My kids put pennies in the sidewalk we put in. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> there was so two pennies that they put in. So, so she's showing me that. So she's watching you guys. I want you to understand that. Wow. And who's got the M name? Uh, that would be Max, my son Max. He looks just like her son. He almost, it, it's weird because there's no blood relationship, but yet my, I have twin boys. Max, the older twin, looks identical like growing up to my godbrother Steve, who is her son. Yeah. And that would yeah. be Max. Okay. He's the only right. name. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go shortly, but I want to tell you she's saying something to me about a kitten. Okay. So have yeah, you we guys, have a kitten named Sienna. Kitten? Uh, okay, well, we go. rescued her, actually. Okay. <laughs> she was going to be thrown in a pond, and we rescued her oh. from her home. Yeah. they were oh. The farmers, farmers don't believe in cats as pets, so cats just keep making oh. kittens, and they throw them in the pond to get rid of them. And uh, we decided we couldn't save them all, but we took Sienna, and that's who we have now, along with our other two uh, older cats. Um, Yeah, she's a big part of this family. She is the sweetest cat I have ever had the pleasure of having in my life. She is just so so uh, interesting. So is this an example, Robin, of the cat choosing the owner? I'm sorry? Uh, I was asking Robin, our, our guest, if this was an example of the, the pet choosing the owner. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I want to say to Vicki real quick, um, the cat showed up for you to show you that you can be rest assured that your godmother and your godfather are watching over you. I absolutely concur with what Dorian is saying. This dear little soul may be small in stature, but such an incredible heart. You can see that when this cat looks at you through the eyes. Oh, my gosh, she smiles all the time, and she looks with love in her eyes. She's the sweetest cat I've ever had in my life. So just imagine that you were sent like a sentinel to send information back through the heart on those times when your godmother and your godfather are off doing, as Jorian said, other things that they have to do in spirit, and they can't actually be next to you. The cat is busy taking care to make sure that the information is getting to them if they can't be with you in person. It's interesting you say that because if I raise my voice, um, this cat, you're talking about Sienna, she'll grab my legs and start patting them like, and meowing at me like, calm down, it's okay, calm yeah. down, it's okay. And my godparents never were yellers. They were never, they didn't yell. They just were very relaxed parents. Um, strict, but relaxed. You know, they didn't yell at each other. They didn't yell at the kids. They didn't yell at me. They didn't yell at us, you know. And that's just, Sienna does not like me yelling. <laughs> I bet the wow. more, um, I bet wow. just in finishing up, the more that you pay attention to her mannerisms as she interacts with you, the more you're going to see your godparents in her. Wow. That's cool. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Well, Vicki, I want to say thank you for joining us tonight. And, again, I hope you'll continue to listen and um, give us some feedback later on, okay? Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Bye-bye. 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 All right. And you know what? I want to remind everyone, you know, our, this, it, this hour goes by so quickly. So I want to remind you that this is um, your psychic connection. It's a live call-in show. Please call in. It's area code 347-633-9404. And, um, Robin, I know, um, can you give our callers either a website or a phone number where they can call you if they would like to get in contact with you about their pets? Absolutely. I have a website. It's called robinsalerno.com. That's R-O-B-I-N, 
S A L E R N O. That's like Salerno, like the cookie Salerno. Um, dot com, and my phone number and a contact page is right there on the website. But you can also call me direct here in Wisconsin. It's area code two six two five zero one four eight three eight. Beautiful. Thank you again. And that number again is 262-501-4838. And again, um, the callers know also that I do the psychic readings on a regular basis and mediumship and channeling. So you guys can also reach me at area code, the new number, 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. And you can also check me out at coffeepsychic.com. All right, now, Julia, I know, I believe we've got one more caller. Is that correct? Yes. We uh, have Robin that? for Illinois. Hold on, please. Another Robin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. Right. Yes, I'm here. Hi, Jorianne is Welcome to on the, the show. Air. You can ask her your question. Hi, Jorianne. Hi, Robin, as well. Hello. Um, Yes, I wanted to ask um, just a couple of questions. I'm looking to move to Austin, Texas, and I just wanted to know, is that, you know, move in the cards for me? Okay, well, you know what, I've, I've got to tell you guys, this is um, this is amazing because I'm still learning to work with <laughs> Black Talk Radio. So I'm going to tell you what I'm getting right away. It's not time for you to go yet, Robin. Um, is the is the move in for Texas in your future? Yes, ma'am. It positively can be, but it feels like there's an urgency for you to go right now. It just doesn't feel like it's time right now. And so I'd like you to really, um, you know, kind of meditate on that because it seems like something else is holding you back here that's not quite complete. So I want to say thank you for calling. And again, feel free to give us a call next week right here at. Uh, your second connection. Okay, you know what? Um, I want to uh, tell everyone thank you so much. And, Robin, thank you so much for joining us. And there's so much more that I wanted to get to. Uh, so I want to ask you, will you be able to come back? Oh, of course. And I want to thank you, Jorianne and Julia, for letting me share time with you tonight. I know we were all having technical difficulties. But, you, you know, the show goes on and people are so drawn to you. It didn't matter that the time was shorter. No, <laughs> and it was such a joy to have you on, so I want to say thank you again, and I'd love to have you back on. So everyone, I want to say thank you so much. This has been your Psychic Connection right here at Blog Talk Radio. I'm Jory and the Coffee Psychic, and we will see you again right here next week at your Psychic Connection. Good night, everyone. <laughs>